Deeper Dive podcast's Catechism of the Catholic Church in a year. Today is day 139, and we begin with number 1033. We cannot be united with God unless we freely choose to love him, but we cannot love God if we sin gravely against him, against our neighbor, or against ourselves. He who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Our Lord warns us that we shall be separated from him if we fail to meet the serious needs of the poor and the little ones who are his brethren. To die in mortal sin without repenting or accepting God's merciful love means remaining separated from him forever by our own free choice. This state of definitive self-exclusion from communion with God and the blessed is called hell. Jesus often speaks of Gehenna, of the unquenchable fire, reserved for those who, to the end of their lives, refuse to believe and be converted, where both soul and body can be lost. Jesus solemnly proclaims that he will send his angels, and they will gather all evildoers and throw them into the furnace of fire, and that he will pronounce the condemnation, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire. The teaching of the church affirms the existence of hell and its eternity. Immediately after death, the souls of those who die in a state of mortal sin descend into hell, where they suffer the punishments of hell, eternal fire. The chief punishment of hell is eternal separation from God, in whom alone man can possess the life and happiness for which he was created and for which he longs. The affirmations of sacred scripture and the teachings of the church on the subject of hell are a call to the responsibility incumbent upon man to make use of his freedom in view of his eternal destiny. They are at the same time an urgent call to conversion. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Since we know neither the day nor the hour, we should follow the advice of the Lord and watch constantly, so that, when the single course of our earthly life is completed, we may merit to enter with him into the marriage feast and be numbered among the blessed, and not, like the wicked and slothful servants, be ordered to depart into the eternal fire, into the outer darkness, where men will weep and gnash their teeth. God predestines no one to go to hell. For this, a willful turning away from God, a mortal sin, is necessary, and persistence in it until the end. In the Eucharistic liturgy and in the daily prayers of her faithful, the Church implores the mercy of God, who does not want any to perish, but all to come to repentance. Father, accept this offering from your whole family. Grant us your peace in this life. Save us from final damnation, and count among us those who have chosen. Father Larry. Okay, so if I were to ask you the rhetorical question, do you believe in hell, would your answer be hell yeah, hell no, or who the hell cares? Hopefully it's hell yeah, that you do believe in the existence of hell. And I think, I think uh, hopefully most biblical and good Catholics would believe in the existence of hell, but I think the problem is not so much in the existence of hell as, as a person would never believe that they they or their family members could be in hell. And we just have to be sober of the fact that hell exists and that 
we all could end up there if we if it weren't for the mercy of God and it wasn't for God's grace. And we should be sober um, of this reality. And, and I, I love the the quote of St. Jose Maria. He, he says that those who at least think of hell are the farthest away from it, right? And um, and I think, too, it's it, as heaven is the most beautiful, powerful thing that we can ever experience, uh, hell is the polar opposite. So in essence, like the church teaches is that, you know, why did Jesus come? It's to save us from the fires of hell. And as it says, we even pray this in the Eucharist. If you listen closely to the mass, we pray that the, that we are saved from eternal damnation uh, during the liturgy of the Eucharist. We pray this prayer at mass. And also when you pray the rosary, you say, oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. And, um, you know, I was looking up some quotes. It was called like the 10, 10 quotes that might scare you. And uh, St. Ignatius says, he said, he, he said this, is that let us fancy we see hell and imagine what is worse to behold. A horrible cavern full of black flames, sulfur for devils, dragons, fires, swords, arrows, and innumerable damned who roar in despair. Imagine the worst you can and then say, all this is nothing compared to hell. <laughs> and now remember, this is St. Ignatius, a Jesuit, who said this, uh, that, that, you know, that it's, it's awful, it's terrible. And, but the, the good news is God doesn't want anyone to go there. And the point to be made, we have to be clear, who goes to hell? Well, the church is clear. Those who die with unrepentant mortal sin, right? So this should really sober us up about the fact that, that mortal sin, serious sin, grave matter, is not something that should be trivialized or laughed at or, you know, whatever, which unfortunately a vast majority of people treat sin this way in today's culture, you know? And, uh, and in a sense, like, you know, uh, when you meet the Lord, you're not going to be able to plead the fifth. I mean, this one of the major things that we have to do is to uh, avoid the occasions of sin, especially serious sin. And, and if, if we fall into mortal sin, to get to confession as quickly as possible, you know, and to receive God's mercy, right? Um, you know, what are the pains of hell? It says it's, it's, it's sort of like kind of the similar things as talk about purgatory, but much more gruesome. It's the pain of sense. Which is some, it's just this eternal fire, an eternal burning, being tormented by demons, uh, being screamed and cussed at for eternity. Uh, you know, just anything, anything awful and any smell or anything, it's, it's there for eternity. And then I'm not going to dumb it down. It's, it's a disaster. All right. It's awful. And, 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 and also the, 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 the hell of it is I think a soul realizes they could have been in heaven if they just asked for forgiveness, right? And I think people also realize that Jesus is God and that he loves them and they just said no to him time and time again, right? And I think that's the other point that needs to be made is that God doesn't, doesn't uh, you know, will anyone or predestine anyone to go to hell. It's, it, is, it is a choice that a person makes by um disobeying God repeatedly and sometimes, you know, not not so often, but in a serious way, and refuses not to to seek his help. Right. So it's really a, a, upon the person. It's almost like the person chooses, right, to go to hell. And and I think a lot of times when people, you know, 
talk, you know, well, I mean, why would a God who loves me so much send me to hell? Well, it's, you're thinking it wrong. You send yourself there because let, let's look at it this way. Let's say you, you hate all of God's commandments. You think like living chastity and purity or these things are just something that's just, you know, why would I do that? And, you know, in church, oh, what a bore. And I hate praying and I hate to talk about God. And, you know, if, you're, if your life's like that and that's how you're conditioned, well, why would you want to be in heaven forever anyway? Right. And your whole life has been about yourself and just your selfish pleasures. Well, why would you want to be in heaven? Right. So, I mean, in essence, heaven would be hell for you. Right. So it's almost like God says, no, I respect your free will and you can have it for eternity. But what does God want? He, he, you know, he does not want the death of the sinner. He wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Right. And so if I scared the hell out of you, great. (laughs) You know, in a sense, and this man, listen, it's once again, this is, this is, this is to wake us up, you know, to the fact to take God and his word seriously, to love the Lord, you know? And I think, you know, someone who's matured spiritually, not afraid of hell, but we're so, we're sober about it. Right. And we're aware of this, you know, Satan wants us to be there, but God wants us to be in heaven more. God bless you.